Alabama coach. What, what, what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. You want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I'd put a Lindo Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, the Better Fence Fan Podcast is being brought to you live after a post-game reaction show of a 70-point performance by our Miami Dolphins. I have Mr. Ghost of Adam Gase with me. I listen, I said, Ghost, I don't even have a show sheet. We need to talk some shit about this damn game. We need to talk some shit about Sean <laughs> Payton saying that Tua should be Let's benched go. for Teddy Bridgewater in the middle of the season last year. Dude. It, it, there, there's so much to talk about. We're going to get to it. But nonetheless, let's start with you. How the hell are you doing? I know you didn't get to see the first part of the game, but you you told me while you were tweeting, you were keeping up during the game. So at least you saw what was going on in some form. I was getting I was getting text updates. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'll guess I'll go. But, uh, yeah, 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 today, sure. for those of you who don't know, I, I'm a nurse. So I yep. was working in urgent care today. Lives. Um, lives I've been there. taking some. I've been taking some per diem. Shout out nurse shortage. Let's go. <laughs> mm. It's been very fucking lucrative to take some shifts. But uh, um, yeah, I was working. I got put into an urgent care today and um, I was supposed to work till seven. Uh, we were slammed in the morning and then uh, all my boys on Twitter, bro, my phone was blowing the fuck up from like one o'clock till three. And then at three o'clock I got cut and they're like, hey, you can go home. You can stay. You know, it's like we're not too busy today. And um because I was an extra body. I'm like, yo, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to the bar. Right. And I got my dolphins clothes in the car just in case I was going to get out early. Went to the bar and dude, I I, uh, I got there at halftime, but I was like, I was well aware of what happened. I didn't see any plays. I didn't see anything that happened. Everyone's just, I had my Apple watch on uh, during the day and I'm like, Hey, just shoot me some texts. I'll see it on my Apple watch. I can't go on my phone, but um, I'll see it. And dude, 70 points. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm, I've been walking around and I've been saying the words 70 points out loud and I've and just been laughing. Right. No, I've been, I laugh after it because it's hysterical. Like I never like Devon H had 220 some yards on my bench, on my we're fucking finally, bench ghost on my we're bench. Fi- you know what? You know what? Who I started, I started Raheem Mostert because I was a believer. Raheem Mostert's my flex and two, out of, two of my leagues. Yeah. He's still 46 points. I think you put up, but, yeah, I mean, dude. So this is this is what I'm gonna say. This is I, this is how I'm gonna start off the pod. I'm gonna say. People have come up to me, you know, New Jersey. I live in New Jersey. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of Jets fans, and Jets fans say you were three and zero last year. I go, we weren't this kind of three and zero last year. We, we were, were barely, we were barely three and zero last year. We are handily, handily three and zero this year. We are undefeated in the AFC. We are undefeated in the NFL. We are undefeated in the division. Mm. We are a different kind of 3-0 this year. We snuck past Buffalo last year to be 3-0. Maybe we had the sun on our side. Maybe we had some heat and humidity going for us. Maybe Josh Allen short hopped a throw to win the game. But we put 70 fucking points on the Mm. scoreboard 70 Mm. points in an nfl game is not an accident i don't care people play the texans every week 
Good teams play the Texans every week. They never put up 70 points. Facts. When you put up 70 points on a defense in the NFL, you are at the top. You are at the 1%. And to be in that 1% of the 1%, which Miami Dolphins and Mike Daniel offense is in, yep. you need to be special. I don't really – there's really not much else to say. I watched the whole second half. I didn't see the first half yet. But what I saw was a team that can run the ball, a team mm. that when they start to run Armstead, they run the ball for 350-plus yards. Imagine Teron Armstead coming into this offense when Tua hasn't been sacked in eight quarters prior. Or he's been, I'm sorry, he's been sacked once in eight quarters prior. Teron right. Armstead comes. Tua still doesn't get sacked. Not surprised after the first three games. But also improves that offensive line that has already surprised half of the Dolphins fan base, if not more. Well, well, let's start there. I'm glad you started there, right? I'm glad you started there for the simple reason: good teams doing, good teams win, great teams cover. Dolphins are a great team. That's 100. percent That's 100. percent That goes without saying. And just like Ghost said, it wasn't just that we put up 70 points on this defense. Ghost, this was a seventh-ranked total defense coming into this game. They weren't. Yep. And I get, it. I get it. The Commanders put some points up on this team, right? But the, the Broncos also fought back against the Commanders to barely almost escape with a victory last week with that Hail Mary at the end of the game. They weren't in this game. A minute into the game was a run by Raheem Mostert. I think it was like six, seven yards. Then like an 11-yard catch by Durham Smythe for the first down. And then Tyreek Hill burned the safety wide open in the middle of the field, took the edge for a touchdown. We scored within the first minute and change of this game. So... Like I said, we're going to get to a lot. We're going to get to a lot. But let's talk about the O-line. You did not see this. But because, listen, I will be the first to admit, and any of my fans, any people who are fans of the show who have been watching this, Ghost probably knows this as well. I don't think there's been a harsher critic than me about this O-line coming into this season because we just didn't address anything. And I get it. Chris Greer came out and said, I think everyone else is more work. Like that press conference is going to go down in, in infamy if our O-line stays the way it's going. Because outside of Ron Armstead coming into this game, like you said, Tua was only sacked once. Kendall Lamb is stepping in, and everybody's like, who the, is the Kendall Lamb? He's not giving up a sack. So I'm going to play this clip for you. You haven't seen it. Let me know when you think. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it here afterwards, but this was Tua after the game. But like that, that's just also a tremendous effort from our guys up front. Um, you know, being sacked really only once in three games. And everyone's been saying we need this on our O line, we need that on our O line, we need better this, we need better that. Like, that's just a big middle finger to everyone that's been saying that from our O line. So, you know, I think they've done a tremendous job. I'll take the middle finger. I will take it. Tua, that's the you can so anybody watching and anybody watching right now. That is the first time that I saw that clip because I again, I hadn't right. seen anything until three o'clock today. First, dude, I love cocky too in the press conferences. I love it. That salty too. That man, salty too. That right. man, that man got got killed in the media for being too timid. Mm -hmm. He's not a leader of men. He's not voted captain. He's not the captain of the captain of this team. Jesse Davis is the captain of the team. Tua is not a captain. I love the way that Tua is handling the press this year because you, fuck him. That's why. Honestly, yeah. That's that's why I love Tua this year. I mean, well, listen, I, I will gladly take them. 
I will gladly take the middle finger. Flick me the fuck yep. off because I was bashing the shit out of this whole line. And maybe other people won't come out and say it. I will say it. I was bashing the shit because I was worried for Tua Tungavailoa. I, I shouldn't have been worried at all. And I get it. We're only three games in. A lot of people are going to start saying, well, you haven't really faced anybody. I'm sorry. Joey Bosa and Khalil yeah. Mack are nobodies. They're nobodies now. They're somebodies. Matt Judon. Matt Judon. Great player, right? Josh Uche. Maybe that. Matt Judon or Nuche. Uh, again, one sack in that game. And now the seventh ranked total defense comes into Hard Rock Stadium for our homeowner. By the way, you can tell I got the tan going on. I was getting cooked out there. Shout out Hard like, Rock Sun. Love that account. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, you know, I'm from Miami, so it, it's not going to kill me like Buffalo Bills fans. But, sir, this O line, again, I don't think we said it enough. You could talk about it now. This O-line, my God, was I wrong. I was wrong. I will eat my crow. I will gladly take a middle finger from Tua. You are absolutely right. Teron Armstead's a G. Kendall Lamb's a G. Robert Hunt. Connor Williams. No snapping issues today, by the way, Ghost. When you see the game, no snapping issues whatsoever. Good. We ran the ball 300-plus yards. Devon H. And what a beast. Dude. I could go on and on, but nonetheless, what do you think about this O-line and that middle finger that Tua just gave everybody shitting on the O-line? If you said that you were confident in this O-line, you're just a homer because there was nothing that Greer did that gave us confidence in this O-line. We started Liam Eikenberg every single game that we can possibly start Liam Eikenberg last year, and we had issues. There were some serious issues at left guard, and there were some serious issues at right tackle. Now, you know that when we took Austin Jackson in the first round in 2020, that he had given his bone marrow transplant to, to his sister, which was a yeah. more than generous move. That's more than football. Sure. That's bigger than football. Half the trolls on Twitter will never do that. When you perform that kind of procedure, you become weak. You have some atrophy. It's tough, man. It's very, very tough, especially when you have to perform in the 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the 1% of the athletes in the world. It's tough to perform. Austin Jackson took a leap this year that we did not – we didn't. nobody saw this coming, okay? I Maybe did pick Butch him, by the way. I did pick him on the, the, the very first – I said Austin Jackson is going to be my key player this season. I thought he was going to turn around. Did I expect this turnaround? Absolutely not. But I thought he was going to be improved. I'll just throw that out there. Go ahead. Austin Jackson became more athletic. He became yep. more lean, and he got longer in his pass protection. His pass protection, his punch – his anchor is incredible this mm -hmm. year. It's not. It's nothing that we've ever seen him do as a pro before, and he is playing at a, a very elite level. I mean, he is just incredible on the field. When you see him, comparing him to 2020, 2021, 2022 Austin Jackson, this man has made a Josh Allen type of leap at right tackle, if you were able wow. to kind of equate wow. things. Wow, yeah. Starting, sure. starting Isaiah Wynn at left guard, was incredible. A yep. lot of Patriots fans kind of trashed the Miami fan base because we picked up Isaiah Wynn. They're like, good luck with that. You're going to want to get him out. The thing about Miami, though, they didn't play him out of position. They didn't play him at left tackle where Isaiah Wynn cannot play. They played Isaiah Wynn at Isaiah Wynn's left guard position where he can mm -hmm. play. And he can play very, very well. We now have Teron Armstead back, who I was a little bit worried about coming back in. Obviously, not one because of injury issues, and two, I was worried about his conditioning because he hadn't played a football game. He hadn't played full speed at all. Not not right. in in practice. Not, not in, in preseason tra training camp. Right. Not in training camp. 
I mean, he's probably, you know, obviously you're getting elite conditioning at the NFL level, but when you get into playing shape, I guess elite players don't need that because Teron Armstead proved me wrong on that one. We have one of the most solid interior offensive lines that you can possibly have in the NFL. Connor Williams, Isaiah Wynn, and Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt and Connor Williams are respectively top 10 at their positions right now. They have been for the last two years. Isaiah Wynn can sneak in there. Teron Armstead is top three at his position when he starts. So right now we have two top 10 players unanimously, probably top five in be- between Connor Williams and Robert Hunt. And we have a top three player at, at, at Teron Armstead. Austin Jackson has made a Josh Allen type leap at right tackle. And Isaiah Wynn has been incredible. Now we have a swing tackle that can jump in at any moment at probably any single one of those positions and perform at a high level. So props to Chris Greer. Cause I did not, there was one thing that Chris Greer could not do, and that was build an offensive line since 2019. Chris Greer, and, and like, I don't care who argues with me on that and say, create your Chris Greer hater, Chris Greer this. The man hasn't been able to build an offensive line since 2019, and this is his right. best job that I've ever seen him do at building 100%. a long term offensive line. Incredible, incredible job. I agree. I agree. And listen, it goes without saying, and we're going to obviously talk about Devon A. Chain, 18 carries, 203 yards, two touchdowns. By the way, he was also catching the ball out of the backfield this way. Four catches, 30 yards for two touchdowns. This guy had a monster game, but Raheem Mostert, seven catches, 60 yards out of the backfield as well. Let's talk about Tua Tungavailoa, which people, when you watch this game, I don't know if it comes out in the when you watch the, the playback on your TV, if you're going to be able to hear it. But my section was going crazy, chanting MVP. It was heard throughout the whole stadium. At one point, right before the half, he was 15 of 15. 180-something yards, two touchdowns thrown. The guy was playing lights out against his defense. And everything coming in was Patrick Sertan was going to cover Tyreek Hill, and he was just going to shut him down. He was just going to follow him the whole game. That obviously did not happen. Tyreek Hill, nine catches, 157 for a touchdown as well. But Tua Tungabayaloa, sir, you ha- he's literally picked up after where he was last year before the devastating concussion injuries with the whole MVP talk. Right now, he is... He should be the leader of that MVP talk. Oh, no, no, there's no doubt. I mean, he's unanimously in Vegas. Dude, when Vegas puts you, you he's probably going to be like plus 300 for like the MVP. Yep. Coming into coming into tomorrow, I guarantee that Vegas puts him. I mean, he's already at plus 700. Yep. He's got to be at plus 300, which is literally like if you took the Raiders and put them probably against the Bills, I think they were plus 300, which is mm-hmm. not a leap at all when you're talking right. 17 or not 17 more games, but 17, 15 more games, 14 more games to go. I mean, he's unanimously the MVP leader right now. It's only three weeks in the season. I'm, we all right. know as Dolphins fans right. what we're... three weeks means. But again, I am fucking telling you right now, this three weeks is way different than the three and zero that we had last year. We were we weren't barely, slapping people with seventy points last week last year. We, we were barely three and zero last year. We are handily three and zero this year. And I mean, you know, I, yeah, I see. Hopefully, Connor Connor Williams' injury isn't severe. Yeah, we had some, we got some banged up. I mean, River Craycraft, a phenomenal yep. dude on the offense, phenomenal yep. dude like overall. I mean, he's an incredible dude. Um, you know, he got hurt. He got hurt today. It looked like a shoulder injury. It looked. You know, you know, we'll see how the shoulder injury goes, but uh, you know, yeah. it could be clavicle, it could be anything. Connor Williams right. had a little bit of injury. Uh, Jalen Phillips had a little tweaked his uh, oblique a little bit. 
Chosen Anderson um, man, gets brought up from the Chosen Anderson gets brought up from the practice squad. One catch, sixty-eight yards for a touchdown. You saw that one because you were at the bar at this point. This is our second. When was the last time, Ghost, that you were a watching a Dolphins game? It's the fourth quarter, the start of the fourth quarter, mind you, and our backups are in. When was the last time you got to be able to enjoy? Hey, by the way, guys, first unit offensive defense. You guys are done for the day. Go ahead and go in there. Robbie Chosen says, "You know what? I want to. I want to jump in on this." Mike White hits him in stride for one catch, 68 yards, and a touchdown. I was already walking out the stadium at this point, not because I didn't want to keep watching, guys. I had to meet somebody. But it it was over. It was fuck, And I cannot, for the life of me, remember, and I've been a fan of this team since 92, I cannot remember for the life of me, Ghost, a time where, one, we put up 70 points. Obviously, we've never done that. But that we were so in control by so far ahead that our backups came in. Do you remember a time? Because I don't. I, the, the closest that I can remember is when I was at the Dolphins-Texans game in Miami last year, and we we were up 30, I believe it was 30 nothing. nothing Was it 30 nothing and a half or 30 to 7? It, I think we were up 30 nothing Something like that, yeah. And then we 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 uh, he sat Tua because Teron Armstead went out. Another That's offensive right. lineman went out, I believe. Tua started getting hit really bad. Yeah. Like, I was watching it in person. He was getting hit pretty, pretty tough. They pulled him. And then, but we weren't able to relax and in, like say like this is incredible and kind of enjoy what was going on because the Texans by the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth, it was fifteen to thirty. So like we couldn't even we couldn't even relax. Skyler wasn't putting up points. The offense wasn't moving the football. But this is the first time in my life, man, that I like when even when the Dolphins, I was getting text messages like the Dolphins were up fourteen to seven, the Dolphins were up twenty one to seven. I was like, you know what? hold off like i'm getting excited because we're all dolphins fans and we all have that piece to ps or ptsd when we it comes to dolphins games where it's like all right don't worry like something's gonna happen we're gonna fumble twice in a row it's gonna be a scoop and score and that just didn't happen and you know it, it was incredible to see you know it, like third round guys devon a chain guys that we invested in even though we didn't have this was like the the most minimal draft that the dolphins have had in in years like we had a third yeah. round pick as our top pick and yep. and he 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 gathered 220 yards today, three touchdowns, and you know it's just just an overall great win. Like I'm already on to Buffalo, man, because this this is the game where so like to preface this, like if you told me right. before the season, like hey, sell your soul to the devil, you are three and one, four weeks through the season, and you are one and one in the division. Will you take that? And I'd be like, you know what? I'll take that any day of the week because you look at our mm -hmm. schedule and it's like, we could have lost to the Patriots. We could have lost to the chargers. Like, you know, we literally could be one and two right now, staring down the barrel, right. but we're right. not. And I would have taken that, but I'm not, I'm not copping out with that shit. I think we're going to be four and going into, uh, you know, week five. I watched the bills today. They put on a clinic just like Miami did. It wasn't a 70 point clinic, but the bills, they put on a clinic. Josh Allen has been Josh Allen that we know the MVP type. Josh Allen for the last two weeks, he was trash week one, but everyone deserves yep. a bad game and everyone's going to get yep. a bad game. Tua might have a bad game, you know, hopefully not this week, but he, he, you know, he's earned a bad game. Josh Allen's earned many of them, but uh, you know, as long as this defense keeps holding out and bending, don't breaking, you know, I, I we're going to be four and but <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, if you told me that we were going to be three and one going into week four and we were going to be one and one, the division going into week five, I tell you, you're, you know, I, I would love that, but you know, here we are. That's another thing, and and I hope I didn't jinx us because 
again, besides me picking Austin Jackson to be my 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 comeback player technically of the year, I thought he was going to come back and really show out. I picked us to go three and one to start the season off. Our first loss, and th- again, this is preseason picks that I'm doing here, ladies and gentlemen. Before I even see any game, I said I think I could honestly see the Dolphins start three and one with our only loss coming when we go up to Buffalo. Hopefully, I did not jinx ourselves, but we we could definitely we could definitely talk about a little bit of the Buffalo game. We'll obviously preview it later this week when battered uh, Mr. Battered Fan CEO comes back from Orlando. He's in Orlando today watching Inter-Miami take on the Orlando shitty football club, whatever the hell they're called. I, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy that, Chris. But when I left this when I left this game and I'm walking out, and, and like you, I'm already thinking ahead. Like, cool, we put up 70 points. I, I bet the team is doing the same thing. They're going to enjoy this tonight. And tomorrow, they know what's ahead. Like you said, Josh yep. Allen, MVP, MVP caliber, the Buffalo yep. Bills, until you go up there and you beat them, you haven't done shit yet. And I get that sucks saying that because we just put up 70 points in the Denver Broncos, but nobody really expected the Denver Broncos to come in here and beat us, one, and then two, to beat anything this season because Sean Payton is basically revamping this team from, from the bottom up with that shitty job that Nathaniel Hackett did as a coach for the Denver So. Everybody expects the, the Buffalo Bills to be the team to still beat in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Sir, when I was walking out, I think of the way this defense played against Russell Wilson today. And like I told you at the beginning, at the beginning of the show, I don't think that the Broncos were ever in this game, offensively or defensively, just the way our team was playing all three phases of the game. We almost beat them with Skyler Thompson in a playoff game last year. We almost beat them if we run the ball more in that December game in Buffalo, that snowy December game. If we just run the ball a little bit more and keep Josh Allen on the sideline, we also win that game. I don't see how we're not 4-0 after this upcoming Sunday. And I get it. Don't put your fucking eggs in a basket just yet. We need to play this game. But I look at all I look at all phases, Ghost. I look at all phase, phases, and I can't fathom a way that we could go up there and either not win this game offensively not win this game because technically the Jets beat the Buffalo Bills in a defensive battle. Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Zach Wilson, yep. who? At the end of the day, they beat the Buffalo Bills in a defensive battle. So I don't look at this team and say, why can't we do that? I am changing my tune. I think we will be 4-0 after this Sunday. I mean, you know, it's going to be it, – the, the division runs through Buffalo and, like, you know, I talk shit on Twitter. I talk shit to Bills fans. But until the division doesn't run through Buffalo, which it hasn't, I mean, in the past, since 2018, 2019, it's it's run through Buffalo, period. You know, and until we prove that, you know, it, it's that's what it's going to be. And, but th- this year, man, if you told me that there was a Buffalo fan being confident going in this game, they're lying. They are lying because they they know Josh Allen tendencies. When he plays bad, it's bad. When he plays well, it's very there, good. By the way, man. It's very good. When Josh Allen plays yeah. well, it's very well. But when he plays bad, it's bad. And when you get Josh Allen behind, he tries to be Superman. We have to try to make Josh Allen be Superman. Put him down seven points. Put him down ten points early. And Miami handles this game. Because when Josh Allen tries to be Superman, he becomes anything but Superman. When Josh Allen just has to play as Josh Allen and he has a lead, he's Josh Allen. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it's a divisional game. Miami opened as, as a two and a half point underdogs. Um, mm-hmm. So we are going into the game as two and a half point underdogs. So we are not favored to win the game. Um, but I'll tell you what, if Fuck there's it. any like year, that. leave it like, if that. there's any year, if there's any year that I thought Miami was going to go up there and, and whoop their asses this year, for sure. Like I said, it's a different three, and zero. it is a way, 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 way. Di- Everyone's saying we're three and zero last year. Look what happened. We're three and zero last year. Um, you know, shit fell apart. This is a different three and zero. There was no seventy point games last year. No, we were barely sneaking by Buffalo. We were barely sneaking by the Patriots. This is a different three and zero. And I, I really don't think because sh- Sean McDermott, he's going to be calling that offense. You know, Leslie yeah. Frazier was calling that offense. And or I'm sorry, uh, he's going to be calling the defense. Leslie Frazier was calling that defense, and Leslie Frazier's not there anymore. And I mean, it's been an issue. They they've had issues. They've had tr- they've had some trouble. Obviously, not with Washington today, but I wouldn't put Washington on the tier with with Miami, or I wouldn't even put them a tier under Miami. I put them two or three tiers under Miami for sure. Um, but you know, it, it, I don't know if there's a defensive coordinator that can keep up with this Miami offense. The only issue that I have is Vic Fangio's defense. We did get bailed out on a couple of plays. You know, we got bailed out on that offensive pass interference. And, you know, call it what you will. It's a chippy call. It could have went either way. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Bethel, he was, you know, he was scraping to the outside. And technically that's not supposed to be called. But the the if the offensive wide, if the wide receiver didn't lay his shoulder into him the way they did, it's probably not called. But he did and it did get called. And then we also got called on, um, you know, I believe it was an illegal motion or illegal formation. On the second touchdown that got called back, both those possessions ended in field goals. Um, so we're giving Fangio a lot of credit for that, which was great. We got stops. Um, you know, you know, we, we gave him field goals. We made them punt when they were on the 33-yard line. They started the, the, when McDaniel went for it on a fourth down. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Fangio, I don't think this defense is as good as we think it is. It's a very good defense. It's a top 10 sure. defense. But sure. I don't think it's cracking the top five or top three right now. Um, you know, I, I think that they play well when, the, when they're asked to. But we're giving up too many yards. You know, too early in the game, and we saw with with Denver, and you know, we call it what it is. We got bailed out a couple of times, even you know, yeah. say that they were penalties or they weren't, but you know, it, it the the defense. I think the defense definitely has to take a leap. The offense, if they if they have an off game next week, that's fine. The defense just needs to take a step forward. We need to see this D come out and, and own a game because they haven't for three weeks. They haven't. No, I agree. I agree 100% because think about it. We did give up a shitload of points and a shitload of yards to the, to the Los Angeles Chargers week one. Now, granted, everybody can say it was week one. The defense is still gelling and they're still learning this new system by Vic Fangio. But I agree with you. By the way, one guy that will stand out to you when you watch his game and you watch it in its entirety, whenever we're going to wrap up here in about four minutes, look at Cater Kohu. Now, granted, I know yep. you've watched every game since Cater Kohu got drafted. Go pay strong attention to Cater Kohu. This guy's a and I know we said it, but this guy's a fucking dog ghost. He, he if, if he's in arm's reach of you, he will tackle you. And if he doesn't tackle you, he's yep. going to slow you down enough so the rest of the boys get there to bring you down. I love the way this kid fucking plays, man. It it, it was amazing. It was amazing. And like I said, we're, we're, that's it. We talked about this. We talked about it. And by the way, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Ric Flair, for sure. 100%. Kalfani, Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming by and showing his love. But no, Donnie, we got this. How much more do they got to do to get the respect? I think because it's Miami, we're, there's like, Ghost, you just retweeted something. It says, well, let's see what, what Tua could do without Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. No Jalen Waddle, no problem. 
And guess what? We still need Jalen Waddle because there's going to be some tough games up ahead. We have um, Philadelphia in a couple weeks as well. I think that game for me is the barometer of where we are as an NFL franchise when we play Philadelphia on Sunday night football up in Philly. I think we're going to get a good grasp of where we are as an NFL. Team. But nonetheless, go look at Cater who goes. Look at how much of a look how much of a spark plug he is for that defense because he was starting in place. Um, he was starting today instead of Eli. Oh, thank God. And we didn't see a lot of Eli Apple. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shit on Eli Apple. We didn't see a lot of Eli Apple today. Thank God. Um, but the Dolphins are, are going to continue getting the short end of the stick when it comes to praise. And I get it. Most of the people are giving them the praise that they deserve. But at the end of the day, it's like they're always going to move the goalposts for us. It's like no matter what, they're going to find a way to move the goalposts. You, you, you constantly call them out. You are a – listen, that's why you're the Dolphins Twitter extraordinaire. I can't. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to be able to go at every troll the way you do. But thank God that you're my boy and you do this because, my God, man, if I sat there and answered every single troll post, I may have as many tweets as you, but I can't see myself doing it. You got to be clever, man. And that's the biggest thing is you can't just come back at them. You just got to be clever. And then the coolest part about it is I'll make a tweet directed at somebody specifically. And I won't add them, all right? But they'll respond in defense. And it's like, I'm just, dude, I just, I, I, won. Know. I won, man. I won because I didn't even say your name and you came to my post and you're trying to defend it. And and, and that's just the best feeling. And, and, and you know, I, I mess with Joey Jets a lot, but I think I might, uh, I think I might jump off the Joey Jets train. The last thing sure? you know, was, I enjoy it, bro. I think I have to, dude, I have to. After today, like, after I got him with the Devon A chain thing, that was my last. I think that was my last. I already attacked Joey for the offensive line. Like Jets top yeah. 10, Dolphins bottom yeah. 30. Right. And right. I think the Jets are 31st in pass pro. And like I already hit him with that last week. And then I hit him with this week was Devon A chain was a terrible pick, not a runner. He's a scat back, kick returner, punt returner at best. I hit him on that because Devon A chain has more yards than Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall combined after mm. one game. So mm. it's like. There's really nothing else to, to, to go after him. And, you know, obviously week one, I hit him with, he had unlimited tweets about two of his concussions and his injuries right. and two of mush right. for brains and two of this and concussion that C E C T E that. And I already got him on that. So it's, I think that, I think that Joey jets knows that, you know, are you he, saying, are, are you saying you don't want to beat a dead horse with the stake? Is that basically what you're saying? Cause I, it sounds like that's what you're saying. Yeah, he's he's already tweeting about Caleb Williams, so I think we got him. I think we got him. Like, I don't think there's there's really nothing else to beat out of that. You know, after week one, you know, he gave him. You know, the Jets did win, so we gave him some hope, and he was back on the on the horse. But he's tweeting about Caleb Williams today, so it's like he's like if the Cardinal, he's he's rooting for the Cardinals because he wanted the Jets to have a worse record than whoever they're yeah. playing, and you know that Cardinals that did beat the Cowboys. Is. Cardinals did beat yep. the Cowboys. Jets again lost, thank God. And by the way, by the way, we're not going to talk Jets. I, my boy, the guy that I do the co the show with, he is a Jet fan. I am yep. dying to talk Jets football with him because Zach Wilson, midway through the third quarter, was 5 of 10 for 56 yards. Something, some stupid number like that. I'm dying to talk to him about it. But Ghost, thank you for jumping on last minute, talking to me about this game. I know you're going to go back and watch the, the full thing in its entirety. I'm going to do the same because people were tweeting at me and messaging me that during the game, they were like, yo, we just saw you on TV. And I'm like, my seats are literally row one. It's like, it's kind of hard to miss me. And then all the beard, I'm sure I came. Oh, by the way, they did a member spotlight uh, this game. 
I was one of the faces. Like people were sending me tweets of my face on the no side shit, of the fucking that's awesome. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it to you. I'm gonna shoot it to you. I want you to see it. But um, this dude, sure. nonetheless, thank you for always being a being a G, man. Thank you for being my boy. Thank you for jumping on here last minute to talk about this 70 point performance our team just did. And listen, I am dying to talk more Dolphins football with you, especially after next week when we play the Buffalo Bills. So if I can book you down already, let me know, and we'll definitely get together next week after the game and talk about that one. Yeah, dude, let's get it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, work's been crazy this year. Usually I, I'm down, I make it all eight games down to Miami, but, or down to Fort Lauderdale, I should say. Yeah. But um, my first game will be the Panthers, so we'll link up then. You know, we've already talked about it. You already know. You already know. I'm, I'm going to pick you up, baby. Five-star drive is going to pick you up, scoop you up, let's take go. you to your hotel. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, hit that like button. It's free. I promise it's not going to charge you anything. Subscribe to the show if you loved it. If you're watching on Twitter, hit that like button. Much love to everybody. You already know, if you're not following the Ghost of Adam Gates, I don't know what you're doing. This guy literally is the best person to follow on Twitter with the way he goes at the trolls that are not Dolphin fans. So make sure you hit that follow button on the Ghost of Adam Gates. And for everybody else, deuces, fins up.